0: Welcome back to another episode. Well, guess who's joining me on the orange couch? <laughs> when you met him, he was still single, ready to mingle, <laughs> looking for love in all the wrong place. No, I'm kidding. Oh my <laughs> this is the one... The only the legend, Gabe. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce your last name. What can it be, Smith? (laughs) I know, know, right? (laughs) Yeah, Gabe. You have someone next to you that is beautiful, not only on the outside but spiritually speaking. She completes you, doesn't she? Yes. Oh, who is she?
1: More. This is Allie Perot. Everyone, I introduce
0: you. (laughs) Um.
1: No, it's it's, she more than completes me, and uh, we're very thankful. We just got married uh, a little more than a month ago, so we're just very thankful. Is everybody trying to give you advice
0: about marriage?
1: (laughs) Uh, Yes and no. Yes and no. People are just more asking, like, "Hey, how's it going?" (laughs) We haven't gotten to to the advice yet, like a ton of the advice. Yeah, oh, I'm okay. sure it's coming though. Have
0: so. they asked you, when are you going to have kids? It's like the first thing, like, like yeah, let that, me drive the car. That. I know. <laughs> <You> know <what laughs> I mean? We've definitely gotten a lot of that so far. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you. Stop asking me about the kids. Let <laughs> oh, me just enjoy goodness. the, how you doing every morning. Yeah, you can, know, we right? can we be married first? <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Okay. <laughs> let me ask you this. Cause listen, everybody, Watch I this, met Gabe uh, via Skype and you're in person. I, can I say this, that can I call you a friend? Absolutely, Because Absolutely. I feel like my spirit has known you for a long time. Yeah. And I feel there's an anointing. And yeah. for those that don't understand what the anointing is, I want you to grab your Bible, dust it off. It's there. <laughs> Grandma gave it to you. You know, your auntie gave it to you. And learn about the anointing because, the an- yes. listen, you can have someone that can speak so well and be gifted, yet, it doesn't have the anointing. It doesn't have what God calls you to do. But then again, you can have someone that comes from the streets with no education, no background on how to put a a message together, but when you hear them speak, you feel something. It's like, whoa, where would that come from? Why am I crying when, they, when when that person is saying something? That's called the anointing. Come But when you start hearing this person talking, you feel like a conviction of what you are facing and you're doing and... and, and That's the anointing. You have an anointing for this hour, for this moment that is going to carry on through a legacy for your children, your children's children. But for our generation, do you feel like you have an anointing? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, you know, I'll, I'll best describe it this way. I don't feel
1: like it. I just know it oh and it's it's similar to how i wake up and uh I, actually well now i know i'm married to Allie. i don't have to think about how i'm married her. It's just, she's just there it's just there she's there everywhere i go i mean it's quite yeah, crazy. she just stalks me everywhere i go no no but it's it's like i don't have to think about us being married i don't have to question or consider it or no it just we just are and but mm. even more than that the anointing is just it's
0: like all right god all right like oh. it is what it is like i just embrace it you know it's just Allie, welcome to the program. Oh, yeah, welcome to the Orange Couch. <laughs> How did you guys meet? How did you guys fall in love? Is not traditional? No, but yeah, it is <laughs> traditional in, in or you know, in this modern age of social truth, media, yeah. it is traditional, but it's non-traditional for the old timers, you know. Yeah. How did you guys meet? yeah
2: yeah well we met online yeah, yeah. which is something i never expected in my life it
0: wasn't christian
1: mingle but, but uh, no. or or far, what is it Farmersonly.com. only.com or something did on you guys me. ever yeah. try that no
2: never.
1: no never <laughs> i just think it's so, those commercials are just so classic oh but. man. But no we met a year ago on instagram i was scrolling through my phone and she has a ministry had a ministry as well she still doesn't um reaching young young men and women on instagram and it popped up
0: on my phone miraculously
1: yeah. um and uh just i be a, no, not, I it.
0: should be Sorry. a proper host. I need to introduce you. You're a no. social media influencer. No. You're a speaker. Uh, you consult. You're an author. Build Different is the title of the book. We're going to get into it in just a second, but I want to get to know the two of you more. I believe that the anointing you, the two of you have, to get the name Influencers. In a way, is kind of intimidating. In a way, it's like ah. Eh, sometimes the two of you can be an angel to someone that is looking for hope while they're scrolling, right? And you're influencing the ability to say, "Wait a minute, don't commit suicide today." Yeah. Right. So that's the only way I can tell you. This two people will receive that. The two of you are very humble behind the scenes. You're humble in front of the cameras, yet the call of God you can't miss it on the two of you how did you guys know and you guys can tell it however you want how did you guys know God had called you to be an influencer on social media because when we watch you on social media we think oh man I want to do that and but yet how everything led up to that one moment can you tell me what happened individually how did you get to be a social media influencer how did you get to get to be viral, and here you got Mr. Gabe, and, and everybody wants to know about your opinion and what you have to say. Yet, what led up to it was uncovering, unveiling the call of God in your life. So let's start with ladies first. Yes, let's was, start with ladies You better yes. start with Allie here. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, I mean, it all boils down to the fact that I was just one person hmm. that the Lord saw and met in a very important moment in my life where I felt very alone very unseen. I had moved um, from Ohio to Alabama, didn't know anyone in my school, felt very alone, had no friends. Mm. And that is the place where Jesus met me. And that is when I developed a relationship with him. I was like, okay, clearly I know God that you're with me. I can feel your presence in a way that I didn't even know I could. And so I knew that every day when I walked down the halls with no friends at my side, I knew that Jesus was by my side. And so knowing that there are other people out there that are seeking for that best friend in Jesus, that's, that's where the Lord called me to just show that to other people. You don't have to be alone in this life, that Jesus wants to be your best friend. And so that that built the foundation for me to then walk the steps of, okay, God, what have you called me to do? And it was just being obedient in the little that led to the greater. And when he said, Allie, I want you to make videos online about me, I was like, okay, God, <laughs> I don't know what bashful? this will entail.
0: Were you a bashful person? Were you like... To yourself. When, yes. You know, a lot of people you catch them, like my sister. <laughs> God love my sister Marie. We can be uh, having a birthday party and she's in the corner and she's selfieing herself. <laughs> so there's people that can do that. Mm-hmm. Then there's people like myself, even though I do television and I do interviews with other people. It's, I have a hard time. Oh, man. And, and believe me, every day I do it, I stare and I know God is calling me because I know that there's gang members that are watching. And that will watch and they can identify with where I've been through, but I'm still scared and I'm nervous. Oh, man, what am I going to... But tell me about that. Were you bashful before you turned that camera on? How how did you find the courage, is that, I guess is what I'm trying to ask, yeah. to get over that, it's not about me, it's about him.
2: yes. I think it takes just daily walking with God and returning to Him and having Him give you that confidence that you don't have on your own, giving Mm. the strength and giving the words to say. Because, I mean, even in the Bible, there are countless stories where God called people to do something that they felt like they weren't even capable of doing. And so knowing that it's Christ in me, I don't have Mm. to actually pull this out of nowhere, but this is God. And also knowing, like, who is this for? Like, who is this serving and seeing them? Because when, in my mind, I see that one person that I'm talking to through that camera, that makes it all worth it. It doesn't even matter that it's uncomfortable. Like, it's they need to know. Oh, I needed man. to know. You're
0: talking to me, girl. You're ministering <laughs> to me. Listen, if you're just watching right now, you're nice. tuning in to the Voice of the Prophets Network. Yeah. You're watching, you're listening to two of my special guests, Uh, Gabe and Allie, they're amazing people. If you have a chance, I'm going to put a link on the screen where you can go to their social media, follow them. They're going to fill you with so much encouragement, but yet I believe that God is going to show you what you're supposed to be doing instead of just sitting at home wondering what you can do. I can tell you that today you can influence 10 people in your circle of influence on social media that can spark a change. But listen, everything doesn't have to be perfect. That leads you to that moment. I want you to hear Gabe's story on what led him to turn that camera on, baby, and let the word, let the anointing speak through him that today he has several million followers on on social media. That's important, but that's not the point. The point is this, that when God gives you a mission, right, to fulfill, how, do you, how is that going to look like? We all expect that the violins will be playing and people will be clapping. Now, sometimes you got to lose your job. <laughs> and that's what happened to you. Tell me what happened. You lost your job. You were broke. I hope you, you still had a car to take this young girl out to go eat somewhere, <laughs>
1: but what happened? Absolutely. Well, unfortunately, I didn't know her at the time because, no, it's was, it was three years ago. But, but so uh, three years ago, I was working the best job I had ever had. I finally was able to pay my bills, and I thought I had everything figured out in life. Everything was just perfect. And sure enough, um, COVID came, mm. and kid you not, the entire company, they started out by saying, don't worry, guys, we're not going to lay anyone off. Uh, nothing bad is going to happen. Don't worry about it. And sure enough, a couple of weeks went in. Laid all five hundred employees. What off. were you
0: doing? What kind of so job? So
1: I was a door. I was actually funny. I was door knocking. I was registering people to vote. I was so I was just getting out the vote, talking about biblical values, talking about how important it is to to get into the government. Because wow. notice, wow. everyone wow. says, "Oh, religion wow. and politics wow. don't matter." It's funny you say that. Then all of a sudden, they close down your churches, uh, and they and they don't, and they tell you you can't say certain things. All of a sudden, you realize how important it is that we get to every circle. Uh, of influence.
0: We're gonna get there. Listen, okay. Tell me more about no, it. How did we we'll go there. back. Sorry. I, so you lost your job. job. <laughs> That were promising. So, this guy's a preacher, I'm telling wow. you, man. I love you. I really do mean that uh, from the bottom of my heart because there's a message inside of you that I'm telling you, God will spin you out of the club. The anointing will find you. You can be called by God and don't know what to do. You can have the gifts of God and not know what to do. But when you know you are in the will of God, All embarrassment goes away. All the shyness goes away. And that, I'm telling you, what happened to you is that the will of God came knocking. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm getting too excited. I'm like this. No, come on. Listen, when cameras are not on, I'm still excited. (laughs) Actually, I have to pretend like I'm not excited. But (laughs) tell me about it. So you lost your job. and promised you there.
1: And all of my excuses to say no to the call of God left the door. Because all of a sudden, <laughs> I was left at home in my apartment with nothing to do. And because my entire life, I've lived busy. Always work, football, school, uh, studying, friend, do, just doing, always finding something else. Um, and, but all of a sudden, I had, I had nothing. And I was sitting in my apartment talking to my buddies. And we were talking about our vision. And I told my friends, I said, guys, I, I want to ch- help my generation. Mm. And they said, "Cabe, why aren't you on social media? And I said, wait, that's actually a good idea. And God spoke through them. And then God put it on my heart. And at the time, I, now I don't have it on me now, but I had a little iPhone SE, which is like <laughs> have iPhone that phone? 7. Not, yeah, I do. All right. I do. But it's like little, <laughs> little something, something, yeah. you know. And, uh, and I didn't have much. I'd never done media. I thought TV was, I thought anything media was for the weirdos and we're where people and, sorry no and, no but i really i was like all right i'm gonna just do, get into this and who cares what people think because a generation's lost and if we don't take a stand they'll just continue being lost so i went out outside took out my little iphone se held it up oh and man. one of the, and the first video you know the first video that actually helped form. and by the way i had no help no one was filming for me no one told me how to do it i just went out and just just almost like just shotgunned it. Just, I don't know what I'm doing, but here we go. Sure enough, I said this. I said, I started out the video. I prayed in tongues before. I prayed in the spirit. And I said this. I said, no one goes to hell just because they sinned. I said, God doesn't send anyone to hell just because they sinned. I said this. I said, the only reason people go to hell is because they denied the free gift that already saved them from that exact sin. Wow. Now that's really controversial. I'm sure that ruffled some feathers on some people watching. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is what kind of capitulated everything into where it is uh, now or started it out and uh, brought both the attention and the criticism and prepared me for wow. what God had for me. Wow. <laughs> Listen,
0: were you, did you have an understanding, the two of you, the power of words? I mean, the Bible is clear, right? Mm-hmm. Come on. The Bible says that life and death yeah. is in the power of the yeah. tongue. How much power do you feel you carry when you speak?
2: It's an extreme responsibility.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, <laughs> listen. You talk like, oh, it's, oh, it's a response. Wait a minute. <laughs> responsibility is huge. Yes. Because we're made. Oh, okay. Keep going. Keep going. I want to <laughs> learn from you. You're keep having. Going. You're having a lot of fun. Today. I am. Listen. <laughs> I can tell I've you're never, enjoying this. I love you're this. You're 23 years old. You're 22 you marry an older girl. Okay. <laughs> um, no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> you got to marry mature, okay? Hey,
1: <laughs> nowadays they need to be older. Nowadays they. Oh,
0: nowadays you man. don't know. Nowadays you don't what? Even know what age you're marrying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. Oh. I got so much I can say about that. But we're not, <laughs> I'm just thankful she's a she's a woman. <laughs> In today's world, she actually is a woman.
1: Oh. <laughs>
2: Hallelujah.
0: <laughs> oh, and you made sure, right? Yeah, okay. you got to know. Okay. It. <laughs> you got to be careful. Okay, let's go. <laughs> you got <have> resp- <laughs> to have responsibility.
2: Yeah.
0: Why do you feel we carry so much power and responsibility with words? Especially our generation. When I say our generation, I mean everyone that's alive right now. Because I don't like to, um, you know, migrate people of in their 20s over here. People yeah. in their th- no. We're, as long as you're alive, you're part of this generation, according to this book. Preach. Yeah. Okay. So let's go. Why do we have a responsibility when we speak? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think it's a responsibility that God gave to us because we're made in the image of God. We have similarities mm-hmm. to him. And when he creates, he speaks. He uses his word. And so we have to be careful that our words align with his word. Mm. And that's what we're held accountable to in the end, to be completely honest. And that's why we have such a great responsibility to know the word and to speak the word.
0: Hmm. Preachers have had an opportunity to say what she just said, but they were more worried about their reputation. They were more worried about how to build their ministry larger. And they secluded themselves away from the public Mm -hmm. to the point where we didn't even recognize them in the pulpit anymore. So their words didn't carry responsibility didn't carry weight they, they carried dictatorship and the oh i'm gonna get a trophy where's <laughs> <laughs> well, my show so it's okay we own the network so <laughs> several million people watch this every week and i think they love what we say what we stand for Come on. preachers evangelists teachers sunday school teachers have had their chance is it your time? I would say, actually,
1: no, they, no, the answer to that question is, it's your time as Ooh. the viewer. Um, and we were talking about this on, uh, and I know they're probably seeing this in a different schedule, but yeah. on, the, on the show we were just on, we, were, we dabbled into this just a little bit about how important it is that you stop compartmentalizing your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Stop thinking that the work of the kingdom of God is up to us. Our job is actually to empower you, to get uh, the real work done. The real wow. ministers, you know, real ministers aren't all about the recurring um, cycle and the monthly uh, people that will <laughs> that will subscribe to you and, yeah. and growing your ministry. No, man, I, honestly, if I do ministry right, I will have no ministry because it'll all be about you as a viewer getting what God has done for you. Yeah. And God's plan for you as the viewer done. Mm. And if we all get busy, maybe just maybe I'll, I'll take a vacation. You know what I mean? Like, like that's where we want to be is where wow. where we are just about empowering so yeah you're right pastors and and we've missed it you know and we've given too much ground and now it's time to take back the ground mm-hmm. it's our it's our hope
0: can, can I be bold on my own program please uh, what message do you do you have and i'm going to give you the platform right now what message do you have for that young girl watching
2: mm-hmm. in
0: Iowa in Los Angeles mm-hmm. in Miami in Philadelphia, San Francisco, Sacramento. This show reaches almost every city in America. And I know it's not as powerful as social media, but I also do believe that there's a young girl watching right now. And I feel, when, when I say I feel the anointing, I feel God in this room right now. And you may be feeling God in the room and don't understand what you're even feeling but yet you're feeling a a discomfort. You start feeling a conviction that put your cigarette down, put the alcohol down, and pay attention because this message is for you right now. What message do you have for that young lady that is struggling with loneliness, Mm -hmm. depression, and thinking that she's going to get a connection if she just keeps doing this, and we're addicted to this? Yet, I believe that God has a message for them right now what do, you, what do you think that message is?
2: Yeah, it clearly, God is speaking to me clear as day that you do not have to settle for less than God's best for you, mm-hmm. that God has a plan for your life, that you are valued, you are seen, you are cherished, mm-hmm. and you are loved by him. And he does not want you to live alone or to just settle for, you know, half than what he has for Mm, you. But the dreams that you've had in your life, the, the things that people consider, oh, your expectations are too high, they are not too high. Continue to expect what God expects for you. He is a good father, and every good and perfect gift comes from him, and he wants good for you. And so don't settle for less than his best, and you don't have to settle for living a sad, lonely life, because you are seen, you are heard, you are known by him, and you are your father's daughter. And he's a good father.
0: Listen, I, I feel like you have an anointing right now to talk to the grandmother, yes. the grandfather, the mom yes. and dad right now yes. that is pushing their own son, their own daughter away because she hasn't developed the way she or her or he yeah. has expected. Yeah. What can you do? You said something on the Jim Baker show that really got my attention
1: yeah.
0: that stop pushing them away. Let's love on them. Let's listen to them. What is God speaking to you for the older generation right
1: now? I'm so excited. First, I just want to address the viewer that you're here as a grandparent and parent, Mm -hmm. that you're even honoring this show enough to give us an ear, because God wants you to know this message right now. And many times when the next generation is running away or figuring life out, and there's a lot of questions, there's a lot of things that you don't approve of. There's a lot of things that just make you go, what is going on? Listen closely to this. Make it easy for them to come back Mm. instead of getting so angry or not even angry, but instead of getting worked up and bothered and distraught, instead, sit, sit down, take a deep breath and make it easy for them to come back. Look at them with the eyes that God looks at you and not only the eyes that he currently looks at you, look at them with the eyes that God looked at you and you were off. When you were out in the world, and I know it's easy because you probably forget it. If you're like anyone else, we forget our we forget our past that is real and, <laughs> and sinful. We forget that real quick. How convenient. But, but God looks at you, and he somehow saw the best in you, and he made it easy for you to come to church the next day. So to any grandparent or parent out there that you just feel like you want to push it and you want to grab them by the neck and reel them in and helicopter over them, take a deep breath and trust that the words you spoke to them have not gone unseated. They, they haven't gone ripped out. They're still there. And the word of God does not fail. Mm-hmm. But you know what the Bible tells us really doesn't fail is love. Love never fails. So don't stop loving them. Make it easy for them to come back. I'll say it like this. If you know they're going out clubbing on Saturday night, you should make it so easy for them to come to church on Sunday morning. They, it, it, should so, it should so make no sense that they have the questions, and they'll start forming the questions in their mind. Why do you love me unconditionally? Why do you think I'm a Christian? Because obviously I'm not. Obviously I'm going out <laughs> in the world. Obviously I got all this stuff. And look, my grandma, she's just so oblivious. She doesn't know what's going on. No, that's exactly what you want your grandchild to think. Because in that place... They'll have all the questions for you. They'll come running to you thinking that you don't know what's really going on thinking that you're just believing in them so much and they don't know why you're believing them. They look at you and they say, why do you love me? Mm -hmm. Why are you here for me? And then I'll end it with this. Give ears to them. Yes, the Bible says preach the gospel, but just trust me. Right now, you don't need to be the speaker all the time in their ears. Right now, you need to be ears to them. Just listen to them. Provide a safe an easy place for them to just run into your presence where you're not even going to have a response sometimes other than thank you for sharing, other than validating their emotions, other than just being with them, feeling with them, crying with them, wherever they may be.
0: Mm. I just feel that that. Can you pray for us? Can you pray for that person watching right now our time is flying away from us. But I want you to know one thing. God has a purpose for your life. I believe that God has prepared this moment for you. God has anointed this moment to get you to the place where you are right now, a place that you may feel broken, a place, a, a place that you probably feel like no one cares, no one's paying attention to you. You can't even get a date no matter how much tight clothes you put on you. or how. listen. God has a purpose for your life. God has a destiny for your life. You matter to God. You are important to Him. Mm. You know how important you are to Him? That Mm. He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, Mm. to be ridiculed, to be mocked, to be spit upon, to be just beat to the point where you don't even recognize who He is. Then He went to the cross. He died for your sin. Mm. Your past sin, your current sin, and your future sin yes. to make things right with him. You, Lord. you see, the first person that came, they did us wrong. They sinned against God. His son, Jesus Christ, came and made things, God, made things right with God where we can make things right with God through him, only through him, no matter what everyone else is telling you, unless you come through him. And this is your moment. This is your time. You've tried everything else. You've given everyone else a chance. Yet, that old dusty Bible is sitting right there. You want to hear God? You open up the book. You want to know what he thinks about you? You open up the book. You want to know where you're supposed to go? Open up the book. He'll lead you. He'll guide you. But we want to pray for you before we leave. And know. That he loves you. He's crazy about you. Mm. That if he loved this crazy ex-gang member from East L.A., California, he's ready to love you and walk with you, hear you out, but also lead you into a place that he has made just for you and I, and that is with him in heaven. But this is the prayer that I want you to listen to. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the person on the other side of the screen, Lord. I thank you for their heart. Lord, I thank you for their life and the plans that you have for them. God, thank you for your love for them that sees them, that hears them, and that knows them even better than they know themselves. Father, I thank you that you have great plans for their life, God, that they are fearfully and wonderfully made, that they don't need to settle for less than your best for their life, Father. I pray that you would just lead them and guide them in your love, that they would get to know you on a personal level, as a friend as a good father, as the greatest love of their life, Father. And I just thank you for this adventure that you're going to take them on, Lord, that they will see that you have plans for them, that they will see that you have a calling for their life, that they matter to the kingdom of God, and they are going to be used, Father, in ways that they could never dream of, in ways they could never imagine. God, I thank you that you can do exceedingly and abundantly more than anything they could ask for. We love you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. And Father, we thank you for touching Mm. that person that feels untouchable and they felt like they're just so far. We thank you for touching them now. By faith, we reach through the cameras and lay our hands on them, hands of love, because you love them so much.
0: Mm. Amen. Listen, ain't nobody got time for boring (laughs) Christianity. The title of the book is Built Different, 90 days to becoming all God wants you to be. Get the book today, change your life. I believe that no matter what is happening around you, it's gonna be all right. You know why? Because we keep the faith. Thank you for watching today. I wanna thank my special guests, Gabe and Allie Perot. (laughs) There you go, I'll see you next time, (laughs) bye-bye.